This is Wellness Part 5, the Level 7 Orgasm. This podcast episode is intended for adult audiences only. I'm going to discuss sex in a frank and open manner. I am not a marriage or family therapist or sex therapist, and the content provided here is for information and entertainment purposes only. If you're under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex or sexual activity, then you need to skip this episode. Now, full disclosure, I originally included this content is the second half of Politics Part 5.1, The Ignorance of LGBTQ Hate. But I took it off the back of that episode because I wanted to be able to share the LGBTQ love episode as an independent message. Because I think that LGBTQ love message is one that needs to be told to everyone. But the appropriate audience of the Level 7 orgasm is different, or maybe a narrower subset of listeners. But then I got some feedback after I took it down. Men and women asking me where I put the level 7 orgasm. Men wanted to smash and women wanted to be smashed, so I'm giving it back. And a gay friend of mine, Jason, who I went to college with, he said he heard it and he made him want to be a woman. So yeah, it's that good. And to be honest, I kind of owed it to my fellow Christians. So this one is for them. But even if you're not Christian, it will still make you squirt or it will teach you to make her squirt. And when you do, it's Jesus Christ you should be thanking You see, I'm a Christian man, and in several of my episodes, the LGBTQ love episode in particular, I come down fairly hard on some political opinions typically held by a significant number of conservative evangelicals. The positions they hold that are, in my opinion, my objective observation, inconsistent with the Christian faith. But I need to show those Christian evangelicals some love, too, because while I can't reconcile their opinions held by some of them, I'm still bound by my values to leave every listener, including them, better than I found them. So to make it up to them, I'm giving them the life-changing secret of the level 7 orgasm. Now it's a little kinky, but it's not a sin. It's totally legit. I checked with my brother, who is a pastor. This is Wellness Part 5, the level 7 orgasm. In Matthew 9.15, the Bible says, Of married couples, the two shall become one flesh. And I asked my brother, who's the head pastor of his church, whether that meant only the missionary position was the only authorized Christian sex position or not. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, one flesh is one flesh. You become one so you can explore each other in any way that you find healthy for your marriage. And spouses are ordered to fulfill the sexual desires of the other. So pretty much, as long as it's just the two of you, everything's on the table. I asked him, and he's a pastor, so even kinky whips and chains and ass play and fetishes and vibrators and plugs and blindfolds, it's all on the table, and it's not against God. And that is a fact. So now, I'm going to teach you how to smash a woman multiple orgasms chaining megagasms over and over and over make her squirt like a fountain and when she tries to get up off the bed her legs will be trembling like a newborn fawn maybe you're like no man i can already do this no big deal well then you know this is just going to be another way just another bullet for your gun so to speak and there's something for everybody here because if you're a woman who isn't experiencing multiple orgasms chaining megagasms over and over and over and you're not squirting and when you get up off the bed you don't feel like 
your legs are trembling like a newborn fawn, then tell your partner to listen to this podcast and tell them that you want that for your birthday. But unfortunately, I can't tell you anything really about pleasing a man. I think undoubtedly the best source of that kind of insight is certainly going to be a gay man. But I guarantee you, if you do what I'm about ready to tell you, if you do that to your lady, the things that will come out of her mouth will astound you. She will lose track of her orgasms, but the one thing she will tell you is that she has never been finished so hard in her life, and she'll mean it. And as time goes on, and you get to know and each other better and do this and build on this foundation over and over, she will say it over and over and over that she has never finished so hard that hard in her life like this many times or ever this good because it will just keep getting better and better and better okay now there are a few basic principles that have to be observed when you're smashing your lady everything tough hard force power except for sometimes actually during the o lots of thrusting pressure and friction is not what you want to do friction is not good it creates soreness and when you first do this like Try to block off like a few hours. I mean, because it'll take some time, especially to kind of get used to everything. But when you when you start doing it for a while, like then later on, you'll be able to give her like four or five screaming orgasms in 15 or 20 minutes. Like you'll get really, really good at it. And it's not just you getting good at it. It's like she will become accustomed to the feeling and all that kind of stuff. And it will just come faster and faster. Now, there's some things you're going to need that you're going to kind of have to set up in advance. You're going to need a towel wherever that her butt is going to be you need three vibrators i mean it not big ones just a simple like bullet shape sort of cylindrical vibrator about five or six inches long maybe an inch in diameter you're going to need three of them a blindfold uh, some ky a feather duster and a necklace and a butt plug just a modest little chain of rubber beads some leg chains and wrist cuffs uh, run them underneath your mattress you want to buckle her in uh, especially the first time when you do this Right now, the clitoris is the female pleasure center, and it's not just the little man in the boat, so to speak. Just Google it. It's actually a long branching nerve, um, and everybody knows about like at the top of the vagina. It protrudes like a nub when it's engorged, sort of where the labia meet at the top, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. It branches down from the apex of the labia, and two strands extend from the nub uh, within the pelvic diaphragm, like a triangle near the seam of sort of the labia, which is also most easily accessible from inside the butt and i know some people are probably like oh the butt but trust me just stay with me like if you do this i'm telling you the orgasm you give your lady will be legendary and so you can find these two ends of the clitoris like in the butt if she's laying on her back and you poke your finger in there to like the second knuckle you'd feel like each sort of branching strand maybe if it was all pumped up at eight o'clock and like four o'clock which is why the butt plug is really important. Eventually, when you insert it by nudging it, you'll be able to stimulate sort of those two branches of the clitoris from the insides, like the end of them. And when it's inside her, anything that enters the vagina will sandwich that sensitive tissue, the floor of the vaginal canal, between the plug and whatever enters the canal. So the back wall of her canal will be stimulated from both sides, squeezed between the plug, which is behind the wall, and whatever is inside the canal. And anything that moves in that canal bumps the plug into the back side of the clitoris, and that's why it's gonna completely set her off. And there are three little places that are extremely sensitive in the vaginal canal. The G-spot, the A-spot, and the O-spot. And if she was laying on her back, you'd feel the G-spot when it's engorged. It will feel like a nubby and sort of spongy, like bubble wrap. 
and it's about two inches or three inches inside the canal. If she were laying on her back, it would be on like on the roof of the canal, sort of like towards her belly. And now at the end of the vaginal tunnel is the cervix, and it feels kind of like a knot, like a little donut. And the A spot is about an inch or two above that cervix. And it's like maybe three inches deeper than the G spot. And it's again, it's like kind of, it's closer to her belly. And when it's engorged, it will also feel spongy like puffy bubble wrap. Now the O spot is not accessible right away. It's on the front of the podcast, but it's behind the cervix. But when you finish cupping her, which I'll get to in a couple minutes, her insides like will tent up and become engorged with blood. And that's essentially what horny is, right? And But the head of the cervix, that little donut in the back wall of the canal, it's going to come forward and the canal will expand a bit and it will reveal the O spot, which is about an inch below the cervix. And so that would be like kind of down towards, if she was laying on her back, that would be kind of down towards her back. And so there are seven places that I know of that a woman can orgasm from. She can orgasm from stimulation of her nipples, like a nipplegasm. But in order to get that, like a lot of times, like women need to like massage their breasts like regularly, uh, like during the day and things like that to to get them to the point where they are um, really receptive to stimulation and things like that. Um, The main clitoris, which is kind of just the plain old outside orgasm. And then of course the clitoris stimulated from inside uh, the buttgasm. Uh, do not underestimate the buttgasm uh, and the G spot, an inside orgasm. And the A spot and the O spot are also like a deep inside orgasm. And when you make her orgasm from the three places inside the canal, the A spot, the O spot, and the G spot, and of course the clitoris, uh, she's gonna squirt everywhere. So you really wanna make sure that she like goes to the bathroom uh, first where you might kind of have a huge mess. I mean, it'll be great anyway. It'll be like the best huge mess you ever made, but it will still be kind of a mess. So you've got the anatomy, you've got all the toys squared away, and now you're ready to make the move. So the first thing is cupping. Wash your hands. So when you're watching the game or the movie with your lady, go ahead and spoon, and you're going to reach down and cup her flower in the palm of your hand. Firmly or gently, just ask her what she likes. Against the skin is the best Rest your wrist on her, like, sort of, like, bump her little pubis mons, and reach down with your middle finger and rest the tip of your middle finger across her perineum and your fingertip on the top of her rim. And tease it a little bit. Um, But use the meat of your thumb and the meaty part of the pinky side of your palm and place them in the seam of her thighs to gently massage and squeeze. And when you squeeze and rub her, you'll feel her, like, labia and her... Uh, clitoris underneath when she starts getting a little steamy but try not to touch any sort of soft tissue or wet tissue if you can if you can help it it's too soon listen to what she says and stay disciplined don't forget her boobs casually tickle her nipples and you know her cleavage and her belovage and her side boob Um, gently scratch and squeeze and have her breathe really deeply and ask her to focus. Ask her to close her eyes and focus on the movement of her pelvic diaphragm as she breathes. She should focus her attention on the sensations that she's feeling, especially around in her pelvic diaphragm area. That'll help her orgasm later. And after a while, she's gonna get really horny and the blood will start to engorge her downstairs. Her lady parts will swell and tent up inside. It will expose the O spot and bubble wrap surface of the A and G spots and the O spot will inflame. 
and that'll help you find them later, which is really important. And normally her sex organs and her genitals are all internal, but when you're watching the movie or the game, her swollen lady parts will become more external and her flower will just open. And everything that used to be tucked away is going to open up and be ready for business. And so maybe even like an hour later, take her up to the bedroom. She should use the toilet again, empty her bladder and clear her bowels. Put the towel down on the bed so that when she squirts, you won't have to sleep in a big wet spot. Um, she'll probably want to clean up a bit, so that's cool uh, whenever she's ready. So take her into the bedroom and then put the blindfold on her and chain her up. Run the feather duster over her body, and, and or you can take the necklace too, and kind of fold it into like three or four loops. You know, I'm thinking like, you know, kind of like a gold necklace or something, or maybe even pearls or something, and drag it kind of all over her body and massage and kiss her all over wherever you want to. You know, ask her what, what feels best and do that and have her breathe deeply and focus on the floor of her pelvis uh, during her breathing. And it's important that she focuses on the locations of those places where you touch her um, and ask her what she likes and where she likes to be touched. And at some point, make her tell you where to touch her, even though she's all chained up, whatever. Let her tell you what to touch and give. let her give the orders for a bit. And then when she's had enough of that, unchain her hands. Um, keep her legs chained up and lay between her legs with your face kind of in her downstairs there and give her two of the vibrators, lube them up, turn them on and have her self-stimulate both of her nipples with those vibrators simultaneously. That's, that's like her main job. And then you just start off by taking the flat of your tongue and just press it gently against um, you know, her perineum and just kind of drag it up and lick from the perineum to the clitoris from the bottom to the top one big flat tongue not too forceful and just kind of drag it up and remember at this point there's no need for pressure or penetration or anything make contact with as much of your tongue as you can and drag it up her vulva for a while her flower should be just falling open wide by now and it's because you have her so kind of horny and wide open that there will be air. Now listen, there will be air that will sort of be introduced into her canal. Um, and when she moves or finishes or something, or you move inside or something, that air may become trapped or release, you know, when her orgasms sort of cause her canal to spasm and stuff. And she might push some of that air out and you could hear like a queef, you know, like a pussy fart or something. Don't be a dick. It's your fault. Don't make a joke or let her get self-conscious because that's, you know, those queefs, that's, when you're doing it right, that's just going to happen. So as you lick, your tongue should be parting her labia gently, just kind of spreading her open. And as you're doing this, take the plug and coat it in lube and place the tip of the plug into her rim and be patient. It's not immediately comfortable and you're going to need to go slow, especially if she's kind of like not ever had anybody do that to her. So as soon, so we just continue to pleasure her, use your offhand and sort of keep the pressure on the plug a little bit. And so as her rim relaxes, it will accept it and it will just kind of allow you to insert it. Um, but it, as it will feel a little bit alarming at first, but it's definitely, you just, you're worth doing it. You got to say, trust me, honey. And it will take uh, time, so just be patient. And there's two sphincter gates, like before you kind of get inside, the first time something goes in to her inner gate, it might feel a bit strange and alarming, but just be patient. And then it would be important to make sure that she uses the bathroom. Remember beforehand, because the last thing you want to have is like a rush hour traffic jam with the sphincter, you know what I mean? And so uh, continue to lick the face of her vulva and coat that third vibrator in loop. 
Then turn the vibrator on and lay the vibrator with the tip against the clitoris and the rest of the vibrator along the labia. And then lick the opposite side of her labia and with your tongue gently press her clitoris into the vibrator from the opposite side. If the plug isn't in yet, just keep gentle constant pressure on the plug so it works itself in. She should keep trying to breathe deeply. If the plug isn't all the way in, invite her to kind of bear down on it a bit and it should go in. Put more lube if you need to and do not let that vibrator hit your teeth. That hurts. Do not do that. Cover your teeth with your lips until you get the feel of it. There's no need to thrust or push hard or use any force in, in these moments. A delicate touch is what's really gonna ring her bell. If she comes early, no big deal, don't stop. Just tell her the ride isn't over yet. And don't forget to talk to her and ask her if she likes this or that. And if she says she likes something and wants you to do something, then definitely do what she says she likes. And when the plug is in, while you're still using the vibrator to gently press her clitoris into your tongue, coat your index and pointer fingers in KY. And with your pinky and ring finger knuckles, you can nudge the back of the plug from time to time. And with your index finger, gently put it into the vaginal opening and it should accept your finger. You should need no force at all. It should suck your finger in. Go slowly and feel for the G-spot a few inches inside along the roof of the canal. Feel for that bubble wrap. Okay, then poke it in further and find the cervix. It should be at the end of the canal and you should feel it like a donut. And the A spot is about an inch or two above the cervix, um, back along the roof of the canal from the G spot. And the O spot is in the pocket below the cervix. Touch those places so you know where to find them. And you can even tell, you say, okay, I think this is your O spot here. How's that feel? Here, I think this is your A spot. I think this is your G spot. I mean, so, it, you know, it's like a nice communication thing, right? And so touch those places just so you know where to find them because you're going to want to be able to get to them quick. Um, just getting to know the neighborhood, you know, and go slow, but don't overstimulate them and no force. Don't get excited and like push on real hard and all that. She'll probably like it or whatever. And so you might get carried away, but don't do it yet because it's not, it's not the, it's not the right time. Feel the floor of the canal, okay? And you should also be able to feel the plug through the floor of the vaginal canal. And when you gently feel the plug from inside the canal, she's going to love that. So with your left hand, you're sort of holding the vibrator gently against your clitoris. And on the left, on the left side, sandwiched against the gentle pressure of your licking tongue on the other side. And with your ring and pinky knuckles, you're bumping the base of the plug. And if you can get your if you can insert your lubricated index finger and pointer fingers into her canal, then I want you to take the backs of your fingers and push down softly but constantly into the bottom of the vaginal canal with the knuckles of your index and pointer fingers, which will stimulate the bottom of the canal from both sides and the plug and your knuckles, and then bend your index finger up to gently tap the G-spot. And then with the tip of your middle finger, simultaneously tap the A spot. And you're pushing down on the floor of the canal and you're tapping those little spots. You're not pushing into them. You're not causing a lot of friction. You're just kind of bouncing on them. You're just tapping. And a woman knows her body. And if you're not getting the vibrator in the best spot on her clitoris, don't be offended if she asks to work the clit with a vibrator. Just let her do it. Keep licking her however you can. But if she's got the vibrator, definitely watch out for your teeth because she can't really see what she's doing. And so now you're in full mount, 
right? You got the vibrator in your left hand pushing uh, gently on the left side of her clitoris and you're sandwiching it between the vibrator and your tongue. And with the back of your pointer and index finger of your right hand, you're applying gentle pressure downward to the bottom of the canal and sandwiching the canal between your two fingers and the plug. And then with your index finger hooked up to tap on the G spot and extended middle finger to tap on the A spot. And so now when you're all set, softly, rhythmically push in like a little pump. Not far, you're, not, you're touching all the right spots, so you only need to move like a fraction of an inch. Just nudge back and forth, less than half an inch, and you will get her off. And ask her faster or slower, but it won't be long, she's gonna explode. And when she does, you can push further in, in and out, you can deeply massage her A and G spots. You know, you can reach down and, and, and thump the O spot too. She's gonna buck and squirt and wail. And if you keep doing it, like if you keep the vibrator on her clitoris, she's gonna buck and squirt and wail. And she will string her orgasms together. She'll completely lose track. Always communicate and check with her. Make sure that you're both on the same wavelength and everything. And if you're not using force and you're not moving too much, she should be able to orgasm over and over and over. And then she'll get faster and faster and faster. And after she wrecks a few times, then she's going to want sex. Really bad. Let her hold the vibrator on her clitoris while you're having sex with her. And she'll keep squirming and finishing like a fish on a hook. And it's going to be the best sex of her life because her insides are going to be so stimulated and so full of blood. And so she'll be so crazy naturally lubricated and like the whole her all of her insides are going to be completely tended up you are going to like hit every place in her insides uh all at the same time and it is going to be like the best sex she has ever had in her entire life and at one point i was taking lithium as a treatment for uh my bipolar uh disorder and that gives you erectile dysfunction and so you just kind of get like big and you're rubbery um, and you don't like really like get it's hard to like get hard so I start I, I took 240 milligrams of aspirin a day and I got a script for Viagra and any uh, uh, primary care manager will prescribe it for you just tell them you're having some trouble maintaining your boner and if you take like one or two of those pills um, man you will have like a rock hard you'll have the staying power of a porn star and so and you might even want to get some before you do this anyway because when she's like fully tented up and her lady parts are all engorged and there's like tons of pressure and you do all this stuff it'll make her insides like super tight and warm and plump and it's like it's like a bully and so if you're not hard enough like her insides can like push you out um and so you might just want to like get some anyway um but um but and when you're in bed and it's all over like she will tell you that she has never finished so hard in her whole life i guarantee you you'll be the only person to ever make her simultaneously orgasm from all seven sexual chakras the level seven orgasm so to speak uh over and over so many times in one encounter that she will just lose track when you think back on this podcast episode having mastered the level seven orgasm you will know that you have been inside my mind. And when your lady lies exhausted before you, quivering in ecstasy, every time you smash and she tells you every single time she's never squirted so hard in her life, 
that she can't believe she could finish even harder than you made her finish yesterday. And as she's lying there, barely able to move, laughing and crying at the same time shaking all over, so internally swollen, feeling a heartbeat between her legs, so much that her post-coital trip to the bathroom, simply walking, is getting her excited again. You will hear your voice in the back of your mind, and you will hear that little voice tell you, I am.